Hello and welcome to the Tech Authority Podcast. I'm Andrew Brown, your host. Today we're doing something different with the show. Usually it's me just rambling on about stuff, telling you things that you may not want to know, but this time it's different. I have questions for the show that people have submitted, which has been fantastic. Thank you for submitting your questions. And if you feel like getting your question answered, you can now do so by uh, recording a question through SpeakPipe that's sitting on our website, techauthority.org. And if you scroll down to the very bottom, you'll see an option to record a question. And you can click on that button and submit your question via audio. Or you can send it through via email to podcast at techauthority.org. Now, on with the show. Christy asks, what is the benefit of hiring an IT professional instead of doing it myself? Now, this is a really good question to start off the show with. I'm not sure, Christy, if you've had difficulty trying to solve a problem. But sometimes, while it's nice to uh, try and solve it yourself... Uh, sometimes it's better to hire the professional. And the reason why it's better is because they can solve the problem faster than what you may be able to. Now, this doesn't guarantee all technicians can solve problems really, really quickly. It just depends on the experience that they've had and whether they can actually understand the problem properly and then figure out the pain points really quickly. Uh, I had had that happen to me a few times where I have been able to solve the problem really quick. I've had a client that I just started working with recently who's had a problem with Office 365 with OneNote and OneDrive not syncing correctly. And while it's been a pretty big problem for, for them to deal with, um, while I've been hired to do the job, is to solve that problem. And uh, this problem had been hanging around for a good couple of years and I was able to solve it in 30 minutes. So while the cost of the professional may be a little expensive up front, if they can solve it quickly, it's not going to cost you all that much where it's going to cost you time and effort to research and solve the problem yourself. The next question is from Mia. And Mia asks... What Wi-Fi high-speed for video upload options do you suggest for people who live in rural areas? Now, this is a really good question because it comes down to a couple of different scenarios to properly understand what you need here. Now, there's two things that you've got to think about. One of them is the Wi-Fi network speed that you're going to be using and internet speed. The difference between the two is quite different. So both matter. The first thing that you want to look at is your uh, modem slash router and the types of Wi-Fi that you have on it. Now, some uh, routers or modem routers have just one, which is 2.4. Some have both, which has 2.4 gigahertz and 5 gigahertz. 5 gigahertz is generally better overall for video playback, much faster for video upload as well, but it also depends on the type of internet connection that you have as well. Now, 
not knowing where you are in the world makes it a little bit difficult to solve, but you probably got similar connections that we have here in Australia. Now, we've got phone lines that have ADSL run through them where they have speeds of 1.5 megabit download to with uh, 256 kilobyte upload all the way up to 24 megabits per second download and 1.5 megabits upload. The upload is where it's really going to matter for video. Obviously, the higher the upload, the faster it's going to take for the video to be published on YouTube or something like that. Um, whether you're doing it to Facebook or something else, it's all relative. The other types of connections that we have here are mobile-type connections. So thinking like 3G or 4G or even 5G, if you're lucky to have that in your area, um, anywhere ranges from 6.5 megabits to 120 megabits upload all the way to um, 3,000 megabits download slash 275 megabits upload. Obviously, the upload is where it's going to make a difference for you. If you have 5G and you're getting 275 megabits per second upload, that is awesome. That is really good. The video will take hardly any effort for it to actually go up online. And if it's like 10 minutes to record the video, and it's probably about 2 gig in uh, size, maybe a bit more depending on the file size, it's probably going to take you like maybe 5 minutes to upload at um, 275 megabits per second. So that's pretty quick. And on my cable internet, where I have here, is uh, 120 megabits download and 5 megabits upload, which is pretty quick, um, but still, it takes a lot of time. Usually, a 10-minute video would take about an hour to upload. So speed is where it's going to matter. Fiber, again, is faster. Um, probably around the 3,000 megabit down and up. So... It just depends on what you've got for your internet connection. What I would recommend doing is if you do have Wi-Fi and you prefer Wi-Fi than anything else, um, I'd also have a look at a couple of different hardware options. Rather than just using your standard uh, modem router, you've also got the option to have like the uh, Wi-Fi extenders, but more of the mesh router systems is what I'm thinking about because you'll have different uh, types of bandwidth there. So they're a tri-band type hardware. So they have three different uh, bands of Wi-Fi. And while they still have 2.4 and 5 gigahertz ranges, they also have another range that talks between the devices. So what will happen is um, if you have two or more of these mesh router systems, it talks between each device to make the connection quicker and it's more of a direct connection to the modem which will make your internet uh, perform a little bit better uh, but it also will um, make a noticeable difference in speed uh, just for file sharing, sending emails, browsing the internet in general and uploading as well. You'll notice a big difference in that too. So have a look at that. Um, the Linksys Velop system is a really good product, even though they are expensive. Um, I've used a few of these before and really easy to set up and certainly worth looking at for 
the internal network itself. For your internet provider, have a look at the uh, best internet providers. While they may cost you that little bit more in service, um, if they have good hardware that they use, like particularly phone companies, usually they have a decent uh, cable service because you're going directly through their line. Um, we have Telstra over here and Optus, and Telstra are the main uh, telecommunications uh, partner here in Australia, and they own all of the infrastructure for all of the telephone exchanges in the country. Um, if you had that or something similar like that to you in your area, I would go with them. Usually they will provide a better service with their internet connection in general. I hope that answered your question. If you feel like answering a question or wanting a question answered, um, you can do so by going to techauthority.org and recording a question, scrolling all the way down to the bottom of the page, or you can email it through to podcast at techauthority.org. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll be back soon with another episode. Bye for now.